Hey, welcome to the All 49ers show going on Friday afternoon this week, which was a good choice. We didn't know that we were making a choice, but we put it back, and now we have something to really talk about. Christian we McCaffrey. Knew. We knew. Yeah, we got the inside see. information. That's right. Jose Sanchez, Grant Cohn. Um, I was just at Levi's Got Back. It's really funny. They couldn't put his picture enough places. You get in, it's like all <laughs> over the stadium. It's everywhere. It reminds me a lot of when they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, man, they were happy to have him in town, and they were 1-10 at the time. I guess they're not 1-10 now. Maybe they're 0-8. They were 0-8. Anyway, I, I have theories. I'm, I'm very negative, and you know how I am. So I, I, Jose's going to bounce me out today. Jose said the Niners should trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. He wrote it, excuse me, for Christian McCaffrey. He wrote it the day of or the day before. Then they did it. Literally so, like three hours, four hours, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was great timing. Jose, tell me why the 49ers really traded for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, because we're not really seeing anything out of the offense, like out of any game. Uh, Carolina was the only game, and as solid of a defense they were, I mean, you know, they didn't really run away with it until like the second half. So, I mean, you're looking at where Debo Samuel's at. You're not getting that explosiveness. And I, we've been talking for weeks. Like, if that offense is the same that we've seen from the Denver game, where are they going to go? Like, where are they going to look to? Where's their emergency card? Last year it was Debo. 2019 was Moster and more of a collective effort. Um, and the only reason why Carolina... Where's that? What's the ace up your sleeve, right? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So, and the only reason why uh, Carolina was so successful is because you you had every, you used the whole offense. You didn't just go to one specific person. And, you know, like Debo's not getting it done. You know, Jeff Wilson Jr. has been solid. But, you know, outside a few home run hit, uh, runs, it's like, where's everything at? So I think with this trade, to me, I was thinking the Niners might do this because they need someone to take the heat off Debo. They need a new outlet for Jimmy Garoppolo. And for all we know, it's going to make the running game as a whole better. I mean, they might still uh, pack the box and, you know, attack the line of scrimmage. But, hey, like Kyle's probably like, screw this. I just need another ball handler. I need someone who can – so we can just dump it off to make it easier on our quarterback because I think it also – this trade signifies this. Look, I'm Kyle Shanahan, and I do not trust Jimmy Garoppolo to throw because he was throwing some dimes in Atlanta, and it was like, throw more of those. But he was like, nah. So even when he's proving it, it's, it's like it doesn't matter. He's going to treat Jimmy – as the guy who just needs to throw it to the guy's hands and let him do work. Okay, um, here I love it. Let, let me give you my interpretation. So I was kind of complaining all offseason that the Niners weren't all in. I said that a lot. They are not all in on this season. They have more moves they can make. They have more cap space they can use. Uh, why is Jimmy still here? Well, then they slashed Jimmy's salary. They created this cap space. They didn't need cap space, but they made another. They, they went all in. And I appreciate them for going all in because I felt like, what are you waiting for? That being said, so here's how I interpret this. The fact that they didn't go all in made me feel like Jed was being easy on him. It's like, hey, you know, you went to the NFC Championship game. You got another few years. Like, nah, you're year to year. Win this. You're in a Super Bowl window. So I feel like this confirms that, they're, that they have to win now. No more injury excuses. You can't just be like, hey, our team's hurt. Sorry, Jed, we'll get them next year. No, do something right now. That's the way I look at it. And also, this team lost three games already. They should have won. So they're sort of like behind the schedule they set for themselves. Three and three. They should be six and zero. Oh. They need to make a move, not to be Super Bowl favorites, but to keep this season from falling apart. They just lost to Atlanta. They lost to Chicago. So John and Kyle told the team and us that they did this because they're so confident in the team that they that they can make a run and that this is similar to the Emmanuel Sanders thing. No, the Emmanuel Sanders thing happened when they were six and zero, oh, and that's when they were confident. This is because they're desperate. And they need something to save their season. And Christian, it's up to you. Uh, that's the way I see it. And maybe he will. Maybe he freaking will. But uh, when they're trying to p- 
posture, all this confidence, and, and compare it to Emmanuel Sanders, I'm like, that was a way different circumstance. That team wasn't necessarily better than this team, but that team didn't give away three games they should have won earlier in the year. They were 6-0. and Yeah, and so. the Emmanuel Sanders trade, they needed a receiver badly. And I, I remember... I remember specifically True. they were going to trade for a receiver. Had Trent Taylor and Jalen Hurd not gone down, they were holding out hope. And once they realized, like, yeah, you know, once we realized neither of them were coming it's back, true. the trade wasn't going down. Dante and Pettis was, was playing poorly. Marquise Goodwin was playing poorly. Area. Sorry. Yep. One area of the wide receivers. McCaffrey is, like, the whole totality of the offense. And that's what I wrote about yesterday before the trade happened is, look, this trade is not just for, like, to help the run game or even the pass game. It's, it's to help the whole offense because – Kyle pretty much also in that trade for McCaffrey pretty much said, I'm out of ideas, which now it's like making you look good in terms of, hey, Kyle Shanahan's getting figured out. And he's probably like, rather than saying, I'm going to change up my offense or add a new wrinkle, because he has said before, look, I don't change. I don't install new plays. I just put different wrinkles on them. And it's like, well, yeah. your wrinkles aren't working. So what, yeah. once your wrinkles yeah. don't work, what are you going to do? Uh, add more wrinkles and get a better player to save me. He's pretty much saying McCaffrey come save me. So exactly. a little bit of a concern. So we agree on this. He he is here to he is captain save a coach, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he is here to save Kyle Shanahan's job. He just might, but the problem is Kyle has a tough time keeping his running backs healthy. Nine of them have missed games due to injury since he's been the head coach. So Kyle, time for you to buck this trend because we know exactly why you traded for Christian. All right, did the Niners give up too much for Christian McCaffrey? A second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth in twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, they did, but ultimately, I, I, I'm okay with it. Look, it's it's a huge swing for the fences. It's a huge gamble. I mean, we're not even playing craps here anymore. We're playing blackjack. It's a little bit of a hard, mm -hmm. a hard. Uh, mm -hmm. Where the, the the odds are stacked against the Niners in terms of what version of McCaffrey you're gonna get. It's number one, you're gonna get the healthy McCaffrey. Number two, are you gonna get even close to 2019 All Pro McCaffrey? Right. Huge stretches. Um, but the fact that McCaffrey has been good, especially pretty good this year, with the offense that's been putrid. It's it's very encouraging to see, and the fact that his health hasn't really hasn't had a single hiccup. Um, you're hoping that continues, but the concern of what you just said leading into this question is: Look, you're you're trading for an injury-prone player for a team that's known for getting their players, especially running backs, hurt. It's almost like, dude, this is like a match made in heaven in terms of like you know, in terms of like, oh, that's a perfect fit. We're building the all-injury team over here. But to me, I yeah, where's your self-awareness, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Who else were you going to get? I mean, the right, Elijah Mitchell, you you know he's pretty much injury prone. What is he going to be? Jeff Wilson Jr., he's solid, but we're, he can't do much in the passing game. You need someone – it's more, again, someone that's going to give you that Jimmy Garoppolo boost, that ultimate run game boost, and to help Debo Samuel. And now it's like, boof, you have a bunch of interchangeable pieces. No longer are defense is going to feel 100% committed to uh, defending against Debo because it's like, all right, go ahead, go ahead, you do it. I got McCaffrey now, so good luck, fool. That, oh, you want to go to take on McCaffrey? Guess what? Debo 2021 20, all over again. So it's a huge oversell, but I, I'm personally of the mind, like, you know, swing for the fences. You're probably going to land on your faces, but I, I, I like it. As a gambling man, I like it. Look, all, okay, fair enough. All I'm saying is I don't think Bill Walsh would have done this. Bill Walsh drafted and developed players. He traded for Steve Young, but he would trade for guys who were like, <laughs> bar, who were like, values he traded a second and a fourth for steve young a quarterback who was the number one pick uh coming out of college um mccaffrey's a running back who's had injuries and they give up a second a third a fourth and then a fifth a fifth the following year so that's i just don't feel like walsh would have done this not that kyle has to do what walsh would do and we don't know what walsh would do because he's passed away but what i want to say is forget just christian look at the running back position in 
in, in totality. The last 18 months, the Niners traded up for Trey Sermon, drafted Ty Davis Price, and then made this trade. So in 18 months, on the running back position, they spent a second-round pick, two-thirds. Excuse me, a second round, one second, three-thirds, three-fourths, and a fifth, not to mention the sixth on Elijah Mitchell. There is no team more invested in the running back position than the 49ers. And what do they have to show for it? A bunch of injured dudes and Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, I mean, he might end up being uh, Roger Craig. But Roger Craig didn't have injury issues like this until he was damn near 30. Um, And another thing I want to say is, so they they brought in McCaffrey now. They never gave Ty Davis Price a real chance. And they never gave Jordan Mason a chance at all. Bill Walsh won his first Super Bowl with three rookies starting in his secondary. I mean, he drafted and developed Roger Craig, drafted and developed Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Tom Rathman. You never gave your young guys a chance. Kyle doesn't even, he seems like he has no patience for young guys unless he has no choice, and he doesn't feel like developing them. There are, that's why I feel a little weird about this deal. It's like, dude, you got running backs. Jed York and John Lynch signed off on you getting all these young guys, and without you even putting them on the field, you're like, you know what, screw them. I want Christian McCaffrey and his injury history. That's how, I'm just a little. Yes, they gave up too much. Yes. Yeah, you they, said they, uh, Bill yeah. Walsh wouldn't have done it, and that's most likely true. But who else in the league is? I mean, would it's gonna, do it. I'm pretty sure yeah. a lot of the league are going to side with Kyle on this in terms of like Maybe. they don't draft for development. Any head coach who has a say just usually says, "I want the now." You know, it's always thinking about the now and irrational thinking. They don't they don't care about big pictures. They don't care about weeks ahead. You know, when they're thinking about we're taking a weeks at a time. They literally are taking it weeks at a time. So after that loss to Atlanta, you know, imagine Kyle Shanahan, like, that freaking sucked. Like, yeah. what was that? And I'm sure he doesn't really blame himself that much for that game other than, oh, Jeff Wilson cough up, fumble, led to a touchdown. Now you're gone. Matt Breida style, 2019, you're gone. Um, yeah. So McCaffrey comes available, and that's where you do. Also, it seems like some Niner fans, maybe the Niners themselves, feel like this was the price of keeping Christian McCaffrey away from the Rams. It seemed like the Niners yeah. were concerned about that. I almost want to say something real quick. If the Rams had gotten McCaffrey, they'd still be a slow offense. Their offense would still be Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey, and Ben Skronik. There's no, there's no Van Jefferson. Uh, maybe he's coming back soon. Or Odell Beckham downfield threat. And I'm still thinking mm, methodical offense. And that's my thing with this is like, yes, he's a good player. It's still a methodical slow offense. If he were on the field in Atlanta, they wouldn't necessarily been able to get down the field in less than eight minutes. You know what I mean? So we'll see. And we're going to talk about that Atlanta game in a minute. But, yeah, I felt they gave up too much. But we'll see. Nee says, one thing I haven't seen people talk about without the Lance trade being uh, forcing Jimmy's discount. This doesn't happen. Take chances and good things can happen. Okay. Well, I mean, he's barely making a million, million and a half this year. What does it matter? Yeah. It's, it's, it's next year. And that's another thing I want to say. So next year, um, that's, gonna like, that's when you're going to start to feel the heftiness of his contract. But it's not guaranteed. Yeah. His guarantee money's out. That's what, Let's talk about that. So, so it's not just the, the, the draft picks. It's the fact that you have no draft next year, essentially, other than the comp picks in, in round five and after. Um, We're off that but day. <laughs> We're going to be off that day. <laughs> you don't have any cap space down the line. So now you're giving $12 million a year to Christian McCaffrey, $16 million to Kittle, 20 plus to Armstead, um, 20, uh, almost 30 to Trent Williams, 30 plus to Nick Bosa. Like, there's just no more. And it's going to be this way for the next four, three, four years. This is their team, and if they want to get rid of anyone, there's going to be big dead cap, and so they're not going to be able to maneuver in free agency. Okay, fine. Well, they can draft, right? No, they don't have draft picks. So they're in a tough. This is their team, and if and they have very, it's a very top heavy roster with seven or eight guys making a ton of money. Man, if three of those guys are hurt in any given game, game, 
good luck. So usually the Niners in the past would have cap space and a big middle class of players not making a ton of money. Now they're like, you know, the Cowboys where you have this top. Yeah, the Rams where it looks good when people are healthy, but if you take a few high paid guys out and all of a sudden it looks bad and the Niners can't keep their guys healthy. So it's bad for the Niners because their top heavy guys are like known to be injured. So that's the difference that's right. I would say from the Rams. But that's true. I mean, look at always, you know, mess around with their contracts and push it down the lines. I mean, that's, that's what true. you pay Parage for. You figure it out, man. Figure it out. Make it fit under the umbrella. <laughs> Hero Winchester said Kyle wanted Jimmy CMC is what Kyle wanted uh, McKinnon to be, but better. Debo is what Kyle wanted Jalen Hurd to be, but better. No excuses. Super Bowl time. I agree with the no excuses. Yeah, Super Bowl that's time. Good. That's a good one. Um, Carbo says, let's be honest. If the Rams made this trade, this fan base would be 190% trashing this deal. Hate the price we paid. Kyle and John's neck truly on the line. That's a good point. If the Rams had given up a two, a three, a four, Niner fans would be laughing. Mm-hmm. Laughing. Um, and, and I look, think most last, people, yeah. Last thing on thoughts on the picks. I mean, look, if you weren't, I know big picks do get overvalued to an extent. And, and when you're a losing team, you, you should be caring about them, but this is not come on, this shouldn't be a losing team. So I don't, I don't, that's why, again, I don't blame the swing and just shooting from half court, full court, whatever you want to measure it. Like, just give it a chance as, as much as, again, I'll just act against you with this yeah. guy. But, you know, if, if it does work out, shoot, watch out. It, it makes the season much more interesting. They needed to do an oh, yeah. all-in move. It's not yeah. the all-in move I would have done, but it's definitely an all-in move and it's very interesting. Uh, it really puts a lot of pressure on Kyle, which I like. D. Wood says our last two Super Bowls were not under Bill Walsh. Let him rest in peace. He is not walking through the door. Okay, D. Wood. Um, Niner Gang Wolfcast, Wolfcast says, hey, it's Wolf. Texted you, but would appreciate if I can get a channel shout out. Shout out to Niner Gang Wolfcast. Check out his channel on YouTube. Check your DMs, emails. All right, I will, dude. Thank you. Leo says, if D'Amico brings two uh, third rounders, this trade means nothing. You have four third round picks. Figure it out with a full roster. Okay, man, just keep... Th- but it's like... it. You have all this draft capital, and you keep burning it on running backs. You could give it to anything. Quarterback, defensive end, defensive line, offensive line, anything. But Kyle keeps being like, let's take another swing. I'm 0 for 5 swinging on running backs, you know? But let's take a sixth cut. When you got Bobby Turner, who can take any undrafted free agent and make him a 1,000-yard rusher. It's strange to me. But yeah, maybe this one will be the one that bucks a trend. Leo. I did think Leo. When they did a trade, I thought they were going to consider more so like a, a defensive lineman. If they were going to trade for anyone, because you know they've been they've been a tra- they traded defensive lineman for the last two years, but it's yep. like who's going to be available? And I'm, like, let's let's be real, the real issue was offense. They they, they needed something. They needed something. Yeah, but if off. if we were to make a list yesterday before this trade of the Niners' biggest needs, I don't think you would put running back that high. Uh, Maybe you would. No, Maybe because you ultimately, would. I feel like I the wouldn't. offensive woes. No, no, yeah, I wouldn't put it that high, but I think the offensive woes is mainly because of the Kyle derive. Like, I didn't come out of that Falcons loss or many of these losses thinking, oh, it's Jimmy's fault other than Denver. But, but or it's the player's fault. It's it's you know, Kyle's I, fault. It's been Kyle's they got, fault. They got talent. Time this year. All right, I got a question for you. Who benefits the most with Christian McCaffrey on board? <clears throat> uh, the, the man I just mentioned, Kyle Shanahan. It, mm. it, it definitely benefits the most because I think him acquiring Christian McCaffrey – is to a degree an admittance saying like I cannot come up with enough plays in a short time, new ones to make this offensive ceiling raise. Because as, as you know, I told you last week, Falcons def- they're they're a solid gritty team. Niners probably aren't going to bowl them out. They should win, but they will hang in there. I didn't think it was going to be like that anywhere close, especially with that defense. I mean, they took the run game away. Um, they were good in pass coverage, 
And Kyle had no solutions. He had no wrinkle. I mean, the two drives to Ayuk were beautiful, but to me, it's like, what's up, Kyle? And then your eight-minute drive, it pretty much like so- – I'm throwing my hands up like, I don't know what to do, guys. I don't know what to yeah. do. I have Debo. Yeah. Who else do I have? I got – so I think by acquiring McCaffrey, now he's like, cool. Now I have a, I could do all these plays, split it up and divide them between Debo and McCaffrey and then throw a little run game here. So I think he's the one that really springboards benefits from that. Yeah, I think this helps Debo in a bit because it, in a way, because Debo's uh, wide back thing isn't working right now. Mm-mm. It may be, it might work next year with uh, Trey Lance, but it seems like defenses are expecting it. And what made it work was they weren't expecting it last year. So that takes that pressure off of him. And it seemed like anytime he got the ball this year, there were just a million people around him. Like this might take a little bit of the focus off of Debo Samuel, who is clearly the best athlete. On, I, I still think he's about 13 rushes with the Debo with Jimmy Garoppolo in that he's like, 30, 40 yards versus the 10 rushes he had with uh, uh, Lance. He was close to 100. So That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, okay, Kyle, Debo. I mean, you could say Jimmy Garoppolo too, but it's not like he doesn't have check down options already. I mean, he had use check, Debo. He's, he's actually all been playing fine He's been playing all right. Yeah, he's I mean. fine to me. I have no qualms I, about his play. I didn't like his interceptions. People say the one at the end of the first half was an arm punt. Nah, he was trying to get in the field goal range at the end of the first half and threw into triple coverage. Maybe that was the only option. But – I don't know. Then, that, Kyle. Like, why are you? Fair. Why is that a design route? Why aren't you not giving Jimmy the options to go across or sit routes? Something, something. Dink and dunk and just yeah. So and whatever it was, it Kyle. didn't work. It didn't work. That's fair. I blame it on Kyle. The, the second pick was was pretty damn bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, but I mean, that's okay. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Anyone else that benefits from this? I'm trying to think. I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. In the sense that they he'll stay healthy now. He seemed pretty. He, he seemed a little <laughs> yeah. disappointed today. How could you not be? But dude, they're running you into the ground. This will give you some life i think the whole defense now benefits now because if uh, if uh, mccaffrey does play pretty pretty well that you're gonna hope that time of possession stays longer and you stay on the sideline longer and the niners keep saying that the reason they're not running the ball well is that they don't they're not doing well enough on third down well now they got you know this guy's gonna be one of their go-to if not the go-to guy on third down um so we'll see if he improves it I mean, he gives right. them big playability. What, what what made 2019 and 2021 so successful? They had players who gave them home run, big play scoring ability. Raheem Mostert and then Debo. They didn't have that this year. Everyone's keying in on Debo. So now with McCaffrey, you have that extra player and you have two players. So you get Debo refreshed and now you got McCaffrey. So I, I they really want to get that big play going. I hear you. Niner Gang, Wolf Cass says, thanks, brother. Thank you. I got you. Carol T says, I'm excited about the Niners getting Christian McCaffrey, but... I still have concerns. Kyle doesn't know what to do with the weapons he has now. Yeah, that's a really yeah. good point. You hadn't figured out how to get the most out of the offense you had already. Now you're adding another player in. Like, is that going to make your job easier or harder? Like, now you got to figure out how to juggle all these pieces when you couldn't juggle the ones you had before. I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't wait to see Brandon Ayuk jumping up and down in frustration when he's open deep and Jimmy <laughs> throws it to Kyle, to Christian McCaffrey. Jack Jackson says, remember, Jimmy G has never gone three games in a row without throwing interception. Never in his career. Look it up. Oh, I believe you, Jack Jackson. And I saw you on the cone phone today. I'm sorry I couldn't get you. Um, next time. I'll try to do it tomorrow in the morning and only do people that didn't call in yesterday. But I can't promise that. Um, let me ask you a question. Who does this trade negatively impact the most on this team? I'm have to go with George Kittle. I'm have to George, George, George's Kittle. Look, now you got another running back, you know, to pair along with Debo, who does magnificent after the catch screenplays, and it's just going to force Kittle to block even more. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think Kittle is pretty much just going to be a short game guy now or just something to sit and play action. He's going to – it feels like Kittle is going to be like the most consistent three-catch, 30-yard player going forward. No breakout games now because I think the offense is going to revolve around them. I mean, I could be wrong. There will probably be instances and stretches where it's like, all right, we got them where we want them. They're looking at McCaffrey, looking at Debo. George Kittle wide open and something like that. Maybe to take shot plays. But I think now we're going to see like an uptick in – George becoming a blocker. It's just every, the writing looks on the wall where it's just like, we're going to create a wall of blockers. George, you get there. Trent's back. Kittle, uh, you should get there. And who's going to get the ball between Debo and McCaffrey? Good luck, defense. Yeah, I feel like this one's going to really negative, negatively impact Brandon Ayuk. I mean, they haven't been able to get him the ball enough since he's been here. This is year three. And then finally last week in a loss, they get him 11 targets, eight touches. Oh. He scores two touchdowns. He should have been the catalyst to a win, but their their the rest of the offense was terrible. Now I feel like he's gonna go back to getting four targets. You know what I'm saying? Which sucks. I mean, if if look, if McCaffrey gets more targets than Brandon Ayuk, Kyle's crazy. Look, use McCaffrey sometimes and get him the ball in different ways, but he cannot be supplanting Brandon Ayuk in the pecking order at all. And to me, the best two players in the offense still are Debo and Ayuk, and McCaffrey is three with Kittle four. That's the way I see it. I don't know how you see it. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think that's how it's gonna trend. I think it's gonna trend because it's not like Jimmy really ever looked at Ayuk in the first place like that. It's true. Um, look, he ran the that second touchdown play, or was it the first? Whatever. One of the touchdown plays in Atlanta, he ran the same whip route play that he, you know, put skates on Jalen Ramsey. And at that point, that's that's why I said to you, like, hey, what what do we got to do to get Ayuk involved? And I'm like, Kyle has to tell him, look, throw right. it to him. You have to throw it to yeah. him. And I'm pretty sure – I feel confident, you know, not with information, but I'm pretty confident that Jimmy's like, all right, we saw it on film. They're reminding me. Let's see if it works. Oh, hey, it works. Dart. <laughs> Touchdown. Yeah. See, it's kind of funny how it works when you get in the quarterback's ear. You just look at the tape and see, like, ah, I did leave that. So I think, I think, yeah, it's – Ayuka, I feel bad for this guy. I really thought he was going to blow people out of the water. We saw it in training camp. Um, I just hope over time, once they do start going heavily with – McCaffrey, which I think he's really going to uptick in his usage after the bye against the Chargers, that once teams start like, you know, there comes a stretch where they do hold him up, that Ayuk all of a sudden does start becoming more involved. I got something to say, too. I don't see where the money is for Brandon Ayuk's extension when it comes to it in a few years. I don't see where it is. And I don't see where the money is for Trey Lance's extension in a few years either. Now, a lot could change in the next few years, but wow. I don't see how those guys fit in. Probably gone. I don't see how he fits in. I don't see how Samson Ebukam fits in. It'll be interesting. Uh, Ivan says McCaffrey and Jeff Wilson stats are almost identical. Makes me, <laughs> makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, I was just in Carolina. Jeff Wilson Jr. I thought had a better game than Christian McCaffrey. And now Jeff Wilson Jr. has to give up his number to him. Oh, man. Did he did he officially give up his number? I don't know. No, he's 23. Oh, he's 23? Okay, okay, okay. Leo Chris says, with the current roster construction and Lance coming back, what issues could you not solve in the draft with three – with four three third rounders genuinely confused could you not solve i mean all i know is i'm glad they got rid of those picks because kyle's been picking running backs that haven't panned out in that round anyway so why not give it for a guy who has who's proven take spencer keep it away from kyle basically Kevin Spencer says, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't like the trade. What good is all the talent in the world if the coach doesn't know how to use it? Most <laughs> injury-riddled team brings in an injury-prone player under a coach that injures players. Oh, fair, that extremely is brutal. Brutal. Since you gave me 20 bucks and it was so well-worded, I'm going to read it again slowly. I hope <laughs> I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't like the trade. 
What good is all the talent in the world if the coach doesn't know how to use it? Most injury-riddled team brings in a injury-prone player under a coach that injures players. Yikes. Hey, man, I hear you. That's pretty much why I'm against it, but I guess I'm open-minded that Kyle can prove us wrong. A huge boomer bust trade for sure. Oh, 49ers K said, I really, I could be really too deep into this, but could this be a prelude to an Ayuk trade or worse, Bosa given the contract situation? Not Bosa. Not Bosa. Maybe Ayuk. Ayuk, what's Ayuk, the yes. value? Like a round pick? Yeah. I, I mean, they, they suppress his value by not giving him the ball. Give him to the Brady Hill says, yeah, this confirms two things. I won't be back. JP Mason won't play. I know it's really sad. Mason wasn't already playing anyway. So. Wouldn't you like to know what you had in those in those rookies before you made a move like this? I'm just saying. I mean, I just don't know why you couldn't give him like just a sprinkle of touches. I mean, you were already winning against McCaffrey. Isn't that a time to give him like yeah, like get the little salt bait, just a little sprinkle. I like a little like Himalayan salt in my ribeye. Come on, like just throw yeah. that, throw throw the little yeah. Himalayan salt, aka Mason, on the steak. That's already well done because that game was over. Sprinkle so, me, well sprinkle me, man. Percy Robinson says, what up, G? Can I get a shout-out in the CMC move? We'll get the run game going and open up the O, especially in the play-action game going deep. Shout-out, Percy. Why do we have to call him C? Do we have to call him CMC? What is CMC? Isn't that Country Music Channel? That's the Country Music Channel. CMT. Wait. CMC is not Country Music Channel. I think it's CMT. Country Music Television. Oh. CMC. Oh well. I, I, I don't watch that. I used to call him C-Mac. C-Mac? I like that better. Converted oh, to Christian says... too long, dude converted to christian says grant you look so scared that jimmy might win a super bowl now crying emoji how many times <laughs> have you said he could never win one i'm scared for you would be embarrassing well the four the five dollars you just gave me makes me feel a lot better so I'll, I'll be okay thanks for your concern though all right i got a question for you would the 49ers have beaten the falcons this past sunday we were both there if they had christian mccaffrey like just they just traded for him and he's playing or if he were on the team last week and, you know, could, could like, you know, was a full go, knew the whole offense. Would they have won? Uh, I think, I think I'm going to still it's an go. Impossible, with, it's an impossible question to answer. I'm yeah, I think I'm going to still go with no because I didn't, I feel like that whole game, Kyle was off the whole time. And I feel, and, you know, the, the uses in Debo looked off. Um, the only plays I saw that were working were the, the few deep shots Jimmy took. They just were dropped or penalized. Um, I want, I was like saying, like, look, <laughs> Kyle, your play sequency is so predictable i literally told my cousin to the right of me i was like watch opening script run run pass <laughs> like clockwork run one pass like dude you gotta you know go against your tendencies these so these guys don't know what's coming you know you can't be like a, a great i know you have a great curveball but if the, the batter knows it's coming they're not gonna swing forward or they're gonna swing whatever the tendency is but i thought it was just overall the sequency was bad and you should have gone with jimmy because that was the that was the whole point of it and it's not like mccaffrey was gonna be like you know that much difference they probably would have scored another point but a two-score lead i'm not going to say mccaffrey was a two-score lead difference now jeff wilson jr did fumble and maybe christian mccaffrey wouldn't have i mean he yeah that's jeff wilson jr he cost the offense he cost the team seven points but they lost by 14 that wasn't necessarily the difference and i didn't think that like the reason the niners couldn't run the ball is because jeff wilson jr stunk i mean he seemed a little like tired and that's kyle's fault but really i thought he got hit in the backfield a lot i thought I thought the Falcons' D-line in the run game was pushing around the Niners' backup offensive lineman. So what's Christian McCaffrey going to do about that? You know, if he were Barry Sanders, he would mm -hmm. be able to do something about that. But they're talking about him like he's Barry Sanders or Roger Craig. I don't see him like that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm underestimating Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> but I feel like he's going to find out that the Niners' run blocking isn't so great right now. You know? And it's not 
necessarily Jeff Wilson Jr.'s fault. Uh, when it's against good good defensive linemen, because I think that was one of my points I said last week. I was like, I think the key is going to be like, can you run it on that defensive line with Grady Jarrett and company? Because that for, that team's always been like, and that section has always been a force. And it's not like, you know, the 49ers offensive line has been going up against like a real dominant, you know, dominant defensive line. They played it the best. Who's the strongest ones they faced so far before this Broncos? They didn't really do too well in the run game other than the one ripoff run with uh, Jeff Wilson. So it's, it wasn't surprising to me too much. That's why I was like, you got to go with the passing game, man. Jimmy's actually on it other than the one pick and maybe a couple other inaccurate throws. But you have to just, you know, if you're, you're making a gamble for a trade on a guy who's always injured, but you won't gamble on the play call with like Jimmy, who's actually proving to be like kind of clicking that that's, that's where I kind of feel like it's like, what, what are you doing? Kyle? A little, you're kind yeah, I, just, I, just yeah. I also I just don't think Christian McCaffrey would have helped them get up the field any quicker in that eight minute drive. No. He's just another guy you check it down to when you need to get the ball down the field. And but, hey, wait till they tell them to be urgent. That's something the coach should be doing. And that eight wait till they drive, throw that. Wait till they throw that wheel wheel route up the sideline to Christian McCaffrey for eighty yards. That's going to be fun. Deep threat. Glass half full guy has a good question. He says, "How much does CMC need?" I'm not calling him CMC. How Glass half full guy he says, might. "How much does does Christian McCaffrey need?" to learn to play on Sunday. All right, let's talk about it. I remember last year, the Niners played the Rams right after the Rams traded for Odell Beckham Jr. And the way that Rams had him in the game was they had him in the opening script. They script the first 15 plays. He could learn those plays. He wouldn't even have to know what the words are. Just go in and run these routes on these plays. Once the script was over, we didn't see Beckham again the rest of the game because he didn't know the offense yet. That's one thing the Niners could do, have him in the opening script. Mm-hmm. And then also give them a package in the red zone. Hey, if we get here, here's four plays that we'll run with you on the field. Learn these four plays just for the red zone. So I think that's what they could do. That's what they could do. Yeah. I, I expect they will. I expect they will do that and have him play in this game. Screenplay and then for him, because how hard is the screenplay for McCaffrey to learn? It's not like they're like over the top, especially for a running back. It's like, hey, delay this, catch it, and just follow your leads. Well, the problem is you don't want to bring him in in the middle of a drive, in the middle of a game for one play because everyone knows that the ball is probably going to go to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just got to be careful about that. But you could have him in the entire first script. You could have him on the field for the entire first 15 plays because he can – no, you can't. No, you can't because he wasn't there in practice this week. He wasn't. Odell Beckham was. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm thinking what they'll do is there will be a red zone package for him. Maybe not the opening script, but there will be a red zone package and he'll be on the field for like – three or four plays and he just might get the ball once or twice and he just might score a touchdown but that's going to be about it for him i think yeah i had him at a when i wrote today i think i had him like float teetering around five snaps in the whole game that sounds um, maybe about right. a couple runs throw a screen but also i think un, people are underestimating his decoy you know just put him in the motion i mean he was like hey mccaffrey look cute like motion right then come left and we'll fake it to you and just to get to get the linebackers out of there um, but I'm sure Spagnuolo's probably going to tell him, don't fall for it. How much does he learn? Yeah. Or maybe he'll right. tell him. Other- I mean, you just never know. You just never know how. how Anything the Niners can find to gain an edge against this Chiefs team could help because they're not favored to win at home. Uh, and they know that. Jose says, CMC probably houses some of Jeff's long runs. I don't know. Jeff's been housing them, man. Like, when did Jeff get uh, caught from behind this year? Just saying. Uh, he had 21 miles an hour. No. He looks explosive to me. He's like fine. I think it's just the way like how he tap dances like very like more tighter spaces horizontally. So Christian. Christian isn't a better run runner. I'd rather have Jeff Wilson Jr. run between the tackles than Christian. Now let's see if Christian can get to the edge. I'd like to see that. Maybe he can. No, I don't think CMC missed twenty three of the Panthers past thirty three games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
a little scared about that. Ivan says offseason Lynch said this is the year they scale back spending. All of a sudden they're going all in. What has changed? Makes me wonder. Thank you. Thank you. I asked about that. This is the year they wanted to scale back spending. Psych. Well, they're not spending a bunch on McCaffrey what did this he say? year. He said he said uh we've been spending we've been among the league leaders in spending the last few years. We've always known that this was going to be a year where we quote unquote scaled back spending. Well, McCaffrey's not costing him much this year, but he'll cost him next year. So I guess it's still, you know, consistent. But yeah, I hear you, Ivan. So what has changed is the offense stinks. <laughs> they yeah, have and, no they're, and they're three and three when they it's thought the they'd best, be six and oh. Yeah, it is. Matthew says if you add up the talent of Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Jordan Mason, and Tevin Coleman, it still doesn't equal the talent of CMC. How do you know what Jordan Mason is? Have you ever seen him play? <laughs> and plus, when healthy, you have to use the asterisk when healthy with CMC. We're not saying CMC in the show at all. Rule you against it. You already said it on the question, you hypocrite, like two That's seconds true. ago. I'm, I'm telling myself no more. Chris Telerico says this guarantees that, that B.A. Lance won't be here and that Kyle and Lynch will be here for at least another season. No draft means no new coach or GM. Maybe. I don't know. If I were about to get fired, if I were in the hot seat, the first thing I would do is trade all my picks. Oh, fire me now, buddy. Oh, you want to fire me? Okay. Okay. Well, now all the picks are gone. What, Matt Rule did for Baker? <sighs> Yep. Um, one more. Double B Studio says problem is Niners can't get to the end zone. Ooh. Yeah, they're gonna have to get there without Christian this this off this uh this week. All right, I got another question for you. Last question. No, we already talked about it. Oops. <laughs> we just well, I got a, how about this pop question? Pop question. How much more does the pressure rise on Kyle Shanahan now after this? Uh, I I think it rises tremendously. I think every Niner fans are very happy today because that's their job. But if the offense doesn't improve dramatically, if McCaffrey gets hurt quickly like Trey Lance, I mean, everyone liked the Trey Lance deal when it happened, right? Mm -hmm. But then they saw what happened. He didn't play, he got hurt, and people are mad. So, I mean, they're just, they could be mad again. Fans could be mad again in two weeks. And this really just ups the ante on Kyle. He needs to have a good offense and probably win a Super Bowl this year or next year. Otherwise, it's like, what are you going to do to improve your team? You got no draft picks, no cap space. You couldn't do it this year. Oh, so Trey Lance is going to come back and leave. Okay, so I feel like it's it's either got to be this year or next year for him. There's not much more he can do. There's not much more of a future he can project unless it's all Trey Lance. But this entire it feels like this, you know, McCaffrey, Kittle, um, Trent Williams, Armstead. That's this is a very it's a veteran Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a veteran group so if jimmy's not the quarterback it almost feels like it would have to be someone like brady or rogers which would be great which would be great i don't know if they could pull that off it's I, can they even afford brady i don't think i don't think they can afford brady at this point at this point their quarterback next year has to be trey lance but that wasn't your question yeah it definitely raises the pressure on kyle uh-huh. Trade all those picks so he doesn't have to look at film. Uh, yes, for the ball. Um, <laughs> you didn't think about that? That's the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, he doesn't want to look at film. Um, at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, he, and he used up all his cap space so he didn't look at any film. Sorry, we're not in the market nah, this year. He's like, cool. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, hey, me and you will take that day off. What's up? <laughs> but um, hey, we're going to – first he's day, gonna right? killing my views in April, man. I used to bank on – dude, draft time is, is money time. Now it's like – what should the Niners do with their fifth round pick? I don't know. <laughs> um, look, I'll, I'll say this. My last point is, um, even though I like the trade, Kyle is like, that's such a huge gamble. I feel like it's like a 25% chance, 20% chance that it works because, and there's no excuses for this guy. None. 
None at all. I don't want to hear Jack about, oh, well, Chris McAfee got hurt. No, no, no. That's not an excuse. You you knew he, his problems. He got hurt. Oh, well, it's just like when they acquired D4. Oh, well, D4 has been out. That's why our pass rush. No, 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 no. You knew D4 had these issues. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Nick Boso. You knew all these players. So this is where the injury excuses. You will miss me on this because all these guys have a freaking history. You can't say it's an excuse when you've known this. I got a conspiracy theory for you. And you're saying, like, how much um, pressure does this put on Kyle? I feel like it takes a little pressure off him in the short term. Here's why. So they just lost to Atlanta on the road. Niner fans are pissed. I mean, you, you, you've seen how they are on Twitter at least until, this, until this trade happened. Niner fans were pissed. And then the loss, in it, the unexpected 14-point loss in Atlanta with the 2012 reunion coming right after. No one saw that coming. And now all of a sudden, it, it was a very awkward, uncomfortable week for Kyle Shanahan where he was going to have to brace for the big ovation for Jim Harbaugh and the big boo for him if they lose. Now, that's not going to happen. The timing of this is perfect. They got Christian McCaffrey. There is an aura of hope and uh, there's a, a, of hope for the future. And even if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play much, how are you going to boo Kyle Shanahan this weekend when he brought in Christian McCaffrey and that he's about he's about to play? I think this changes everything. And I I wonder if they would have done this deal if they had beaten Atlanta. I wonder. I wonder. They probably don't. I think if they won that game and maybe one more other game, like if they're sitting four and two, five Chicago. They probably don't. They I don't think they don't. do. You have more leeway. Um, it's like now it's like because if they had won those extra games, that pretty much means okay, not only like are we winning, but we most likely our offense has it more together than we did now because the offense looks the worst I've ever seen. All they all they needed to do was win last week because if they won last week, they'd be on a three game winning streak. Yeah, probably three probably game winning streak, but they lost. Good. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. He wouldn't be. Kyle wouldn't be threatened by Jim Harbaugh coming to the coming to Levi Stadium. Kyle, he's on a three game winning streak. But no, he just lost by fourteen to Atlanta. And most people expect you to lose. To, maybe he expects to lose to Kansas City. I mean, the Niners are kind of banged up. Um, so change narrative <laughs> right now. You, I mean, they could have waited a week and been like, you try to drive the price down. They gave up a lot. Maybe they felt the Rams were going to swoop in first. Although. But they're like, no, we need this right now. Oh, and they made the deal right when Arizona was kicking shit out of whoever they were playing. I couldn't help but notice that. It's like, okay, uh, Arizona looks like they might be decent with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, uh, Jim Harbaugh's coming to town. Our fans are pissed. Let's let's do something. It's exactly what happened in 2017 when they were 0-8 and, and they were like, we got this plan and we're going to get Christian McCaffrey. And everyone's like, no, you're not. Fire Kyle. This guy's terrible. He's worse than Chip. And he's like, I got to change the narrative right now. Let's trade for a quarterback. And it wasn't the one he wanted. But everyone, all of a sudden, everyone was like, yeah, and then he there's won. a future. And he got everyone off his back. That's the way I look at it. Captain it's like a quarterback. Hypnosis. It's like, yeah. hey, what are you going to do? Like, oh, oh, look, a distraction. Or, look at the thing. Look at the little thing. Here, have fun. And jingle the keys. Yeah. Don't look at my – our record, the fact that we lost last week and probably going to lose this week too. Let's look at Christian McCaffrey. I swear, getting at Levi's today, it was just Christian McCaffrey's face a million places. It was like they just – Christian cute. McCaffrey – it was like the, like the king of England was there or something. It was royalty. It's crazy, man. All because he went to Stanford. And was good three years ago. I'm sorry, I don't get it. It, yeah, Kyle. I mean, if all I know is the offense has put up more points and all that, it's here's the thing. Even if 
McCaffrey plays well, that's not good enough. He needs to be close to what he was 2019. It's like, I don't care if he's yeah. running well. It's like, it's like, hey, you know, McCaffrey's been fine. If you're saying he's been fine and not elite, you lost me. Because that's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's a small ch- – It was. It, it's really a home runner bust for this. Because if you just have an infield hit, and even it's like, great, <laughs> he's healthy, but he's, doing, he's participating, he's making an impact. But it's like, no, we need him to have that elite impact. The one that I said where it's helping uh, Garoppolo with the – with the outlets because look they didn't have a pass catching back they were rolling out jamichael hasty for all these years now all of a sudden cool now you can put mccaffrey back there because i think he does have a adequate pass pro you help out debo um and you help out the running game maybe you get a little change of pace backs because mitchell probably runs the stretch runs better um it look there's a lot you have to hit all of these and i i don't know if they're gonna hit they probably won't but i i don't mind like again i don't mind it because you're a team that's kind of desperate the offense and I saw no way that you were going to figure it out because you're not letting the quarterback, you're not giving faith in the quarterback, even when he is tossing dimes, any chance to throw it. So a lot of it's cap. That's why I'm blaming it all on Kyle. I'm blaming a lot of it on Kyle. You're capping your offense, even when it's looking well in aspects, you're the one that's kind of failing them. Yeah. And so now he needs Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey to save him. All I know is in 2019, when Kyle was 6-0 and and he traded for Sanders, they didn't give this whole coronation to him the first day on, you know, on the, the first day there with Christian McCaffrey, they, they paraded him around like he was a celebrity. Like, dude, it's just a running back who, you know, he's, he's cool. He, he was cool. But, I mean, what makes Christian McCaffrey such a huge star? I don't know. It, it just seems like, yeah, like, okay, because he went to. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. He was a Heisman candidate from, okay, cool. Like, that's great. Let's see. What have you done? He was a runner up in the, not runner up, but he, he was in the running for MVP. He was magnificent in 2019. That was a, a long time ago. Year. So it was back when Kittle was dominant, too. What have yeah. you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? Nothing. So I want to see what he can do. Alice Watts says, hi from England, Packers fan with a soft spot for the 49ers. This trade concerns me. The amount given up seems too much. The, with the 49ers running back injury history, did they really need him? See, this is so funny. Like People that don't cover the team and people like, like out of the market, they're like, yo, this is odd. But the people that, I mean, not you, I mean, the fans, No, yeah. a lot of people are into it. I'm not I'm saying you're drinking the Kool-Aid because you're not. But I feel like a lot of people are. A lot of people like this deal because they drinking the Kool-Aid. You advocated for it beforehand, which is why you're legit. Some people, I feel like there's a lot of people who would be like, man, nah, no, we don't need Christian McCaffrey. Then they trade for him and people are like, yeah, I'm Christian McCaffrey. Just because they're fans. That's not Jose. Look, I wouldn't have advocated for it if the Niners weren't linked. Like if it's like, oh, if it's linked and this is legit, I, I see why. I see okay. why because the offense is predicated on just, look, we got two running backs. who are just going to dominate. Yeah. Hero Winchester says, Grant, I always wanted to ask this question. It's known now that you and Salah had a good relationship. Did some of your takes on the defense from the 2019 season come from Salah himself off the record? <laughs> um, no. Salah wouldn't – no. Salah isn't the kind of guy who would call me up and be like, Grant, t- don't tell anyone this, but let me tell you some dirt on this player or that player. Like, he, he would The only off the record stuff he would tell me is like, hey, man, Grant, like you said this about – basically if I criticized Salah. Because I still would if we were – if, when, when we were friendly, I'd be like, man, he should have done this or he should have called this coverage. He would call me up and be like, man, I hear what you're saying, but let me tell you exactly what I was trying to do after the fact. Not like, hey, man, Eric Arm said it was his fault. It was like, here, let me, since you are trying to interpret what I was doing, let me tell you what I was doing. So we had that kind of relationship, which was very helpful. But it wasn't like, hey, man, let me tell you, Kyle sucks. Like, no, Robert Sala is above board, which is why he's made it so far. If he was a backstabber like that, he wouldn't be where he is. That's dope when players and coaches do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. This game could determine if we trade for Brady. With what picks, Niner Gang Wolfcast? This is it. This is the team. He's I don't afraid. know. I'm wrong. He's a free agent, but there's no cap space. Jose Batista says a couple runs Jeff had a nice cutback and there was enough space to get a big gain and the hole closed fast on him or there was one guy he could he couldn't beat. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see if Christian McCaffrey does better. Frank and Bean says Grunt. Big fan of the show. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Grunt. <laughs> Frank. Do you think we can trade Trey Lance and get something back? Seems like he's too fragile and not good. I hate him. I hate him. Jeez. <laughs> what do you do to you? I mean, wow. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that uh, because they don't have. He's their quarterback. He's their only quarterback. Arturo Ramiro says in two weeks you will be apologizing to Christian McCaffrey, just like you apologized to to Hagunga. You suck. Never mind. I'm sorry, Grant. Did I say Christian McCaffrey sucked? No, you just hate the trade. Yeah, I didn't say he sucked. He's good when healthy. Uh, the I don't good think news it's about is eating. Apologizing to him, I think it's about apologizing to Kyle. To, to, yeah, Kyle and John. I, I I hate this move. I like the player when healthy. Miguel says the good news is eating away at you, Grant. I'm glad that there's news. I mean, I'm actually giddy. Today's been a great day on YouTube that I wasn't expecting last night too. So can't be mad. Felix says Grant the goat. Puppy. Thank you. You're a puppy. <laughs> Meow Star says Grant. Anyway, <laughs> I can intern or shadow you on game day. Nah, man. I wish I could get more people into the Levi's, but they hate on me. They don't. They don't give me any type of. They hating. They they hating on me. Okay, the show's over. Stop giving me money. I'm giving you a 30 second warning right now. It's a good show. How you doing? How would you think of it? I think it was smoothies. It's always fun. It's it always smooth. funny. Time the news brings up. This is my probably one of the favorite ones you've done since the Debo trade. Yeah, is that Roger Craig behind you? Yes, it is. 30, see, now you're gonna have to replace that and put Christian McCaffrey there. What did I say, Chris? There's actually a. It's Ronnie Lott. 33? No, no, no. Oh, and Ronnie Lott. But Ronnie Lott's right next to him. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, Someone gave it to my dad. We just put it up there. Just like like sportsy stuff, you know. Got a cool. lot of banners in here. Got to make it my man cave. <laughs> Chris says the regime has been res- responsible for the weirdest trades in franchise history. Kyle removed all pressure on him with this because you can't fire him or trade him anymore. I hate this move. You could trade him. It's just a thing, too. If you need some draft picks back, boom, I got a solution for it. Don't trade Trey. Trade Kyle, hire uh, Jim Harbaugh. Anyway, we'll see what happens. That game, watch the Harbaugh tweets. I mean, tweets. Watch the Harbaugh chants go. Oh, man. I'm going to start them. Shut up. No one can hear you from up there. It's true. (laughs) Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Thanks, Jose. I'll be back uh, tomorrow, probably. Have a nice Friday night and be safe. Yeah.